Hello there, welcome to Brace Up, where we ignite your heart with a passion to preach the gospel radically like never before. Juchi Mobi here, it's time to increase the tension. Alright friends, welcome to today's episode of Brace Up and as you know, it's time to increase the tension. Before we go right into what we have today, I want you to listen to this special voice message I got from one of my listeners here on Brace Up um, after the special episode I had with Pastor Goodwill Igbe on About the Nations. Okay, just listen to it and I'll be right back just after you've listened. God bless you. Um, thank you, sir, for this episode of Brace Up about the nation thank you so much because it did bless me seriously it, you did bless me tremendously especially the parts that talked about um just talked about it's a do or do affair thank you so much because it spurred me to you know do much more do much more and keep doing what i'm doing thank you so much sir i was really blessed thank you all right welcome back and um, it was such a blessing hearing that voice note okay i kept listening to it over and over again it's a blessing in my heart knowing that what we are doing here is blessing lives thank you very much pastor cynthia for that um um testimonial and um once you are listening to this episode i encourage you or to brace up generally i encourage you to leave me a voice note okay or a voice message it has a way of blessing me knowing that i'm blessing you all right now let's go right into it today we are talking on tired of church or sort of a question tired of church you are going to start reading from first timothy chapter 4 from verse 1 says now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the later times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies in hypocrisy having their conscience seared with hot with a hot iron forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meat which god hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth now one of the main reasons if not the only reason why some persons say that they are tired of church or get tired of church is because of what i may call excesses okay both believers and unbelievers alike excesses because of things that happen in the church that they've seen that this is not good or they feel like it's not good uh, and because of that they say I'm tired. I'm not doing again. Okay, I'm just tired of church. One of such excesses might be the way uh, people handle money, ministers handle money, or the way they do they, they they use power and control over people, or whatever, or things they've seen. For example, uh, ministers going to witch doctors to get power and all that. A lot of these, and people feel like I'm tired of church. Okay, if churches can do this, then there is no more hope i'm tired i'm not going again but you see i'm one thing i wanted to know is that despite the excesses the church is still god's primary method for the believer's spiritual growth 
because in first Timothy chapter 4 we see Paul listing all these things here about what will happen he did not now say that because of this Timothy should leave the church and everybody should run away from church okay now the church is still God's primary method for spiritual growth though there are other means of spiritual growth like podcasts like brace up now you are listening to is a means of that that is a means of spiritual growth can aid your spiritual growth there are spiritual books you can read there are other ministries church and non i mean other non-churched ministries that can be a blessing to you but you see primarily the church of god as i mean the local church now is god's primary method for spiritual growth that does not mean you despise other ministries and other means of spiritual growth. All of them help in bringing you up. And if you're a minister, maybe you're not, you don't have, uh, you're not a minister, a pastor, so to, uh, so to say. It doesn't mean you shouldn't create a platform for your people to grow spiritually. All I'm saying is that the primary method for spiritual growth for the believer is the local church, which means everybody should have a local church. You see. You see, no. I, before I go, I, I want to let you know that I'm not saying this because I'm a pastor. Because at the time of this broadcast, at least at the time of the broadcast, I'm not a pastor and I have no single intention of becoming one. Okay? And I, 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 But I will tell you the truth that is in the word of God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 tells us something very amazing and special. It says, Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and, and so much and so much the more as ye see the day approaching hallelujah and so this says do not forsake uh, some decision say do not forsake the fellowship of the uh, fellowshiping together of the saints of the brethren and so the bible encourages us to be going to church even the apostle paul himself was not a pastor but he made sure that whenever he went to he got the saints there to be involved in a church even where he went to hallelujah and so the local church is god's primary method for spiritual growth that, remember I said that does not mean you as a member of a church or a pastor should despise other people or other means of, because those other ones are still valid. But primarily, the church of God is God's method for spiritual growth. Okay. Now, the, the reason for all these excesses you see in the church, I must tell you the truth, is that it is you actually. Satan is targeting your heart to turn you against God's method, God's plan for you. Your spiritual growth. Satan does not want you to grow spiritually. The Satan has always been in the habit of defacing or corrupting what God is doing in the church. If you look at even the gifts of the Spirit, sometimes he comes and corrupts it, and it becomes like, for example, at the time the gift of prophecy was seeming like it was even that it was not it was a bad gift because of what Satan brought and made it look like there was so much fanatism attached to it, and so it was looking like it was not even a good gift anymore. But we know the gift of prophecy is of God and is valid in our time. Okay, so no matter what the excesses are, you must understand that the reason Satan brings these excesses is because of you, to hinder you from, from reaping or benefiting from God's plan. Hallelujah. He wants to stop you from benefiting from the, from the beauty of the local church, from the blessings that you get through the local church. One of such blessings is care. Okay, one of such blessings is love. Because you are listening to me now, possibly you don't know me before, and um, I am not your pastor. And no matter how much you claim I am, I'm not. Because, for example, if something happens to you, I'm not the one that's going to come to you. A whole lot of things attached to it. And the friendship you get from the local church. The local church is the God's method for spiritual growth. 
and um, even though you see the excesses, the excesses should not make you run away or turn your back on the local church. So what should you do? What should you do? Open your Bibles right now. I want you to open it with me because this one is something you must do. James chapter 4. Open James chapter 4 from verse 7. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Exactly. The same thing you do with every other work of the devil is what you do with this one. You resist the devil. When Satan comes to you to talk to you against the church, in your mind, okay, in your mind or through someone, what do you do? What, what do, you, do? you resist the devil. And, and, what, and what do you do? You submit to God. How do you submit to God? The local church is God's method, God's principle for spiritual growth. You submit to it. You become, a, you find a good church. That's the second thing. So after you resist the devil, you do the next one, you find a good church. Hallelujah. And you see, when we say good church, I don't just mean any church that claps their hands so hard or they are dances too much or if that has fine decoration or that has a beautiful environment. I mean a good church. And just as, as a way to close this particular episode, I want to show you just a few things that you look out for in a local church, in a good church that will help you. Remember I said you do two things as a result of what I've told you today. Or what the Bible has told us today that we must not forsake the gathering together of brethren. Why you resist Satan in your mind? Because I've told you that it is Satan trying to rob you of God's plan, of, of God's blessings through a local church. And number two is that you find a good church after you resist the devil. Okay, you find how do you resist? You say, Satan, I command you, get out of my mind. Stop talking to me, and you stop giving heed to him. Then how do you know a good church? One, of course, I'm not saying I'm going to list. I'm not saying I'm going to list everything. You will, that that um, um, he, he, uh, I'm listening everything about a good church. I'm just telling you a few things that can help you. One of them is the church must be preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of His grace. This one is a major check, okay, but not the only check. It's a major check, and once a church meets this standard, then you can now begin to check for other ones. But if a church does not meet the standard, um, you must stop looking out for that one that does not mean they are bad people they are just not preaching the gospel they might have good intentions but they are just not preaching the gospel because acts chapter 20 verse 32 says something he says and now brethren i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all which are sanctified he said i commend you Sort of, so, as he was leaving, he was commending to the word of his grace. So, even as I go, I commend you to the word of his grace. So, you must be listening to the word of his grace. What is the word of his grace? That's the message of the cross. The fact that Jesus Christ has done everything for you, for your salvation, and and, and it's, not, it's not about works. You don't get things from God about works and all that, and through your works and all that. Uh, we can't exhaust it in one episode, but that is just one thing you should look out for. The second thing is that this must be a church that gives attention to the great commission and not the church's ambition okay of course the church's ambition should be built on the great commission but no matter you see they must give attention to the great commission because no matter the denomination we all have one mandate and that is the great commission go edf1 preach the gospel to all nations so there must be a church that encourage uh, that, that, that encourages people to you know preach the gospel the more and steers you up helps you grow spiritually and spurs you up to do the great commission 
and to be part of it. This is very important. It's very important because if they do, if they are a church that is committed to the Great Commission, you yourself, in being committed to the church, will be doing the Great Commission. And secondly, you won't be involved in talking down other God-ordained ministries, whether they are churches or not. Okay, God-ordained ministries, church, uh, ministries that are, might not be churches, and they might be churches, but you won't be involved in talking them down because you are committed to a church that is not talking them down. And that is, that is that's what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. And so, that is the, that is all I'm going to say for today. So, if you are tired of church, I've told you what to do. Resist the devil. Because it is the devil coming to rob you of what God has planned for you. What God has planned for you. That is such a blessing in local church. But remember, the extreme of this would be for you to say that if it is not a church, I'm not there. Okay? In fact, even when it comes to your finance, uh, you should give to your local church and you should also give to ministries that are not even churches of course because it doesn't it, doesn't, it the same way you can come you commit to your, your local church of course you should commit to your local church but that does not mean other ministries are invalid that's what i'm trying to point out here hallelujah so i believe you've been blessed by this episode of praise up and as i said when i was starting um leave me a voice note it has a way of blessing my life listening to you knowing that you were blessed by this episode remember what i said you resist the devil and you find a good church god bless you